Hallelujah. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her. And they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, no, he will be called John. They answered her, there is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed, and immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, he spoke blessing God, then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them into their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew and became strong in spirit. And he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So as I said, today's the feast of St. John the Baptist. What a powerful saint. So I have a relic actually here of John the Baptist. This is like the, this is, uh, I think it's his, I think it's Bones. Part of John the Baptist here. There's only a couple people we don't have the bones for and know where the bones are. Obviously, if they were thrown into the sea or something, that's different. But like most of the saints, we know where their bodies are because of the signs and the wonders of God throughout the ages for that particular saint. Um, we have uh, located their tombs and their place of burial, and therefore we have the relics of these saints, which is what we have here today with us, John the Baptist. And obviously, the Blessed Mother we don't have because she's assumed into heaven, right? We don't have Jesus's, you know, relics because his body, you know, he's risen and ascended into heaven. So those two, obviously, we don't have. And if you want anybody's relic, it would have been Jesus's relic. And why is it that we can't find Jesus's bones? Because we know he rose from the dead and ascended to the Father. I mean, think about it. That's actually proof. I think it's a proof of his ascension and resurrection, because of the, if we wanted, if the church had anyone's bones, it would be Jesus's or Mary's. But because we can't find them, and those are the two key figures, obviously, of the New Testament, why don't we have them? Because they're not there. They've been, Mary was assumed into heaven. August 15th is the Feast of the Assumption, right? And then Jesus, obviously, risen from the dead, and he was ascended into heaven, which we didn't celebrate. It wasn't too long ago we had ascension. Thursday, right? So here's John the Baptist's bones. You know, like there's anointing on his bones. I think sometimes we forget that. The, the saints carried an anointing. They carried an anointing. John the Baptist can pray over each one of us today in this chapel. I'm going to bless each one of us here. And I'm recording this as well for those listening to receive this blessing of this relic of John the Baptist. That we... We need to be open to what we call in our encounter school, impartation. You know, what I receive, I can impart to you. Just like what you receive, you can impart to others. You know, we impart to our children an attitude. We impart to our children a way to deal with problems, a way to deal with crosses. We impart to our children how to handle arguments. 
We impart to our children their work ethic or not. We impart so much to people that we're not even aware of. But we're not talking about just natural impartation. We're talking about supernatural impartation. The receiving of the Holy Spirit. If you will, it's kind of like the rubbing off of God's presence from John the Baptist to us. That Elijah, remember Elijah and Elisha prayed. Elisha wanted a, a double portion of what Elijah received. So that should be our prayer today at Mass. Like, Lord, give me a double portion. And you know, we were praising there before Mass started. I've been doing this every day, guys. I come in here, I put on the music, and I worship for a good, at least a good half hour every single day. Because what I found is worship is warfare. When you worship God, you start to get to a place where you give yourself, you, you give your heart, you worship. Like, you're just praying with, like, your heart. You don't even, you don't even know where you are. You're just in the presence of the Lord and you're just pouring out gratitude to God, pouring out praise. And Satan just flees from worship. And, and I don't know if you've had that experience, but I would encourage you, create a culture of worship and praise. John the Baptist obviously was a man of praise and worship of God. I mean, he went out into the desert. And what did he do in the desert? He preached, he taught, he, he brought people into a baptism of repentance. For the forgiveness of sins, right? And Jesus then would be the one who ushers in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Which is with that song we were singing, consume all consuming fire. Come baptize us. Come baptize us. What does it mean? You could be baptized in the church, but not allow your baptism to take root in your lives. And I, I've seen this in my life until I was prayed over for a fuller release of the Holy Spirit, which totally changed my life in college. And, and to this day, I can always pray for a greater release and baptism of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So what is a baptism of the Holy Spirit? Baptism of the Holy Spirit is, is the letting the Holy Spirit take over your life. Now, we have control problems. We have fear problems. We, we like to control God. We like to keep God in a little comfortable box. Well, guess what? You know something I also do in here when I worship? I'm starting to dance more now. I'm actually starting to dance in the Lord. There's anointing when you dance for God and you worship. Think of David. He danced Sorry, before the Lord. Sing? And I, I just encourage you, like, put on some music somewhere. Dance. Celebrate. Do this with your kids. You can do this in the living room. Do it with your wife. Sing and celebrate. Dance with the Lord. And if you do this, I, I would challenge everybody, if you do this every day for even 15, 10, 15 minutes a day, you could play two songs, do two worship songs a day. Just pick two praise and worship songs and worship God and get out of your head. Get out of your head and into your spirit, into your heart, because that's how the spirit of God moves. So many of us are stuck in our heads and we've made Christianity a head religion, if you will, rather than a spirit filled religion. And that's the Lord says in John chapter four, you will worship me in spirit and in truth. What does that mean? Worship God in spirit and in truth. My spirit has to worship the Lord. But I can hijack my spirit and say, you know what? You can't dance right now. You, you can't dance. You can't be childlike. You know, like that, my brother, I know I, I hang out over there at his place with the, his little girls. Like they're, they have no fears running around and dancing. Like what happened to us? Think about it. What happened to us that we're so self-conscious and afraid to express love to God? You know, think about your spouses or your kids or your families. We're expressive in loving people. We express love at the College World Series. We express love at a football game. 
We express love to our spouse, to our kids. God deserves passionate love, right? God deserves passionate worship, passionate praise. And I'm just encouraging you, like, like you should love God way more than you love your spouse, way more than even you love your kids. So think about that. Who is my father? Who is my mother? Who's my sister? Who's my brother? He who does the will of God is my sister, my brother, my mother. That's what Jesus said to his, his own disciples in Our Lady. And Our Lady, obviously, by doing the will of God perfectly, um, is a perfect model for us to, what she say? My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. It doesn't say, my soul just, you know, you know, I say a few things good to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I, I just think about, like, I think about, where have, we, where have we gone as a church? How have we gotten so far from the culture of Pentecost? Why have we stepped into this, if you will, prim and proper Christianity? You know, think of John the Baptist. He, wore lo- he ate locusts and he had camel skin. And he was out there shouting and screaming praise to God. You know, he, he was like a wild man for the Lord. And that's why well, I can't wait. We get to receive his blessing at this Mass. Let's pray to become holy, wild men for God, wild in love with God, on fire for God, to the point where you get very uncomfortable. Because if I'm not willing to be uncomfortable, I'm probably not going to let the Holy Spirit fly. When you get hit by the Holy Spirit, you can't be the same. I mean, you guys know that you cannot be the same when the Holy Spirit hits your life. You're not afraid to die. You're not afraid that people laugh at you, mock you, whatever. You're not afraid to be in prison. Paul and Silas praised the Lord in the prison cells. And it says the walls began to shake when they praised the Lord in that prison cell. So I just want you all and anyone listening here to like, I will make you, he says, a light to the nations. As men, we need, boy, do we need more than ever today men that aren't afraid to worship God. Amen. Women, I, I have, this Saturday I have, a, I have a Magnificat event at St. I think it's St. Robert's. Over 300 women will be there worshiping God with no problem. So where are the men that we need to worship God? We need to be leading our kids, our families, our communities in worship. And this is why I do a blaze, by the way, right? Is because worship is warfare. I just think we've gotten so far away from understanding how we can be delivered when we worship God. But I just... This is coming to me now just to to stream to your hearts from heaven, you know, is when we were worshiping here just a bit ago and I was just thinking about like how God's bringing me into a greater freedom, greater release of his spirit, um, boldness, risk taking for God, stepping out and walking on water for the Lord. Um, I just think about all this and I'm like, you know, we need to let go, let go and let God. Like, just let go. Let go and let God have his way with us. Let the Lord... Is that candle still? I think it ran out of fuel. That's all right. Praise God. We got the fuel of the Spirit, right? That's the Lord saying, I don't need candles. You're my candles. You're my candles. That's right. That's my holy incense coming up. Holy anointing, right? But he says, listen, I will praise... I praise you, Lord. That's our psalm today. I praise you, Lord. Why do I praise him? For I'm wonderfully made. Like, do you believe you're wonderfully made? Like, when you stand, man, that thing's really cranking up. <laughs> Sound, it's got like this, uh, uh, what is it called? 
it's effects for me. It's our worship. Yeah, yeah. But like, I praise you, Lord, for I'm wonderfully made. Pay attention to that. Like, let's obey God's word. Let's obey it. I praise you, Lord. I'm wonderfully made. Let's praise the Lord. You know, oh, Lord, you've probed me. Listen, you probe me. You know me. You know when I sit, when I stand. You understand my thoughts from afar. My journey and my rest you scrutinize. With all my ways you are familiar. I praise you, Lord, for I'm wonderfully made. Truly you form my inmost being. You knit me in my mother's womb. Listen, I give you thanks that I, may, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. Then listen to this. It says, my soul also knew you full well. My soul. Our souls know the Lord. Our minds might not always know the Lord, but your souls came from God directly and you remember when you were put in your mother's womb. That might sound crazy, but believe me, your spirit remembers when you left God and came into your, into your bodies. We, when the body and soul, we didn't, obviously we don't pre-exist, that's a heresy. But the moment you were created and infused into your body, your spirit remembers, not in a way that you, you remember with your brain. You remember because you desire heaven. We all are made for heaven. We're, every, every, every day, every one of us in this room, everyone listening, you're looking for heaven. We're looking for heaven. You know the song, looking for love in all the wrong places. What's that mean? It means I'm looking for heaven, but I can seek for heaven in my workplace. It's not going to be there. I can try to find heaven in your spouse. It's not going to always be there. You can try to find heaven... And even in the church at times, it's not always going to be there. But we can search and praise the Lord because heaven is in our hearts. God's spirit dwells in us. He's with us. And at times our spouse and our workplace and the people we meet give us heaven. At times they don't. But my, 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 my message that you all will hopefully receive is, I will praise you, Lord. I'm wonderfully made. Okay. So God is calling us, guys. To be men after his own heart. That was the reading today. That's our, that's our second reading. Listen. A man after my own heart. He will carry out my every wish. Is that what our battle cries when we get up in the morning? I have found David, son of Jesse. A man after my own heart. I found Michael. Son of Michael, Voidhofer. A man after my own heart. He will carry out my wishes. So are you and I willing to risk everything? Risk it all, lose it all for him. I mean, it might sound crazy, but it's not crazy. It's the truth. And when, when you're willing to risk it all for the Lord, let me tell you, you're going to have more peace, more joy, more power in the spirit than you ever could imagine. And you're going to see doors open more in the spirit realm. You guys, we're going to start experiencing greater releases of healing, prophecy, because that's how the Lord moves. He pours us, he pours into us. So God-fearing, are we God-fearing to his word? Let's, let's receive this today. Um, and then let's ask the Lord now. I'll bless each of you later, but let's pray so those, those listening can also. So Lord, I just pray right now through the intercession of St. John the Baptist that you give a double portion of the Spirit to all the men and even those women that are listening right now. We pray that you give a double, triple portion of the Spirit I pray that we become wildly in love with you, uh, that we become a magnanimous souls, great souls that are willing to be after your own heart, that we are willing, Lord, to lose everything for the sake of the kingdom of God, to love you, to adore you. 
I pray, Lord, that whatever fears we have, or reservations or questions or suspicions, John the Baptist, I ask you to pray over that very place in our heart right now. I ask for a very place of our hearts right now to be healed in the name of Jesus, where we fear losing control. Lord, wherever we fear losing control, I just pray right now that you come in power. Come in power, Lord. Come in power, Lord. Come in power, Lord. Come in power, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus, come in power. Come in power, Lord. More of you, Lord. Less of us, Lord. More of you, Lord. Less of us. More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. And through the intercession of John the Baptist, may we all proclaim the Lord and prepare the way of the Lord. May we see every person we meet as an opportunity to share Jesus Christ. May we never take for granted what we've been given by the Lord. May we not squander the Holy Spirit, but may we invest in the gifts of the Spirit God's given us. May we cast off the world that's afraid. May we cast off the the flesh that always seeks self. In the name of Jesus, through John the Baptist, I just command Satan and all evil spirits to leave now in Jesus' name to deliver every one of us in Jesus' name. And may God bless us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord.